Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Everything USC podcast on Believe, the number one content network for professionals, the place to find a sports or pop culture show for passionate fan bases across multiple platforms. We believe in our teams. Do you believe I'm your host, Nara Wang, and for episode 74, I'm going to be talking about an undefeated USC team. That's right, the Women of Troy basketball squad is 9-0 as this show is being recorded with a big matchup with the rival Bruins looming. So I'm glad to welcome as my guest today, Kayla Williams, the point guard for the Trojans. Kayla, thanks for joining me on the Everything USC podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me today. If you enjoy listening to this show, please subscribe, download, and rate it wherever you get your favorite podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, TuneIn, and so many more, or go right to our website, Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, on social media, at Believe Network and at Believe Sports. For me, you can find me on Twitter at NaraWangSports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports. Kayla, if the fans want to reach out to you, find out more about what's going on. Where can they reach you on social media or whatever else you got to promote? Most definitely. I am on Instagram and Twitter at Kayla underscore Buckets, K-A-Y-L-A underscore B-U-C-K-E-T-Z. You can also follow the USC Women's Basketball page as well at USC WBB. The Everything USC podcast is brought to you by Bet Online where you'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Before we preview the game against UCLA and talk about the season as a whole, I want to let everyone get to know a little bit more about my guest today. Before transferring in this year to USC, Kayla Williams was coming off two very successful seasons at UC Irvine. She was a two-time All-Big West first-team selection, was Big West All-Defensive Team last season after setting a school record for a single season with 74 steals, led the Anteaters in scoring, assists, and steals the last two seasons, and on December 2nd of last year, just over a year ago, she had 17 points against USC for UC Irvine. So you were doing very successfully at UC Irvine. Kayla, what made you decide to transfer and why did you choose USC? Yeah, I mean, a lot went into my decision for sure. Irvine was a great place. The area was beautiful. The school was nice. Obviously, basketball was going pretty well for me. But I just felt like at that 
time in my life, I just needed something new, you know? I'm from LA, so Irvine is not far, but SC allows me to actually, you know, be home and be close to home where honestly home is pretty much around the corner. And basically USC is really a different level of competition, experience, and I think what what went into my decision to come here is I was just looking for a new step, really a chance to kind of start over in a way. And I think USC, like I said, it allows me to be home. It allows my family to support me and see me grow in every way possible. The opportunities are countless. And I think being here has just allowed me to take that next step and grow in ways that I could have never imagined. What other schools, if any, were you looking at to possibly transfer to, or was it just more important to stay close to home? Well, being in the transfer portal, it was a process. So there were different schools, but I knew like one big thing for me was, yeah, I think I'm I'm going to stay in California. Just for me, I've never been really away from home like that. So that was a huge deal for me. That was a huge factor. There were some other Pac-12 schools and some other smaller schools, but USC just from the jump really showed interest and really when I came made me feel at home and that's what it's about in that process. So be honest, did you get on the radar for USC after you lit up USC <laughs> last year? Is that what happened, Kayla? I mean, it's it's possible, it's possible. <laughs> so obviously it's been great having you as part of the Women of Troy program. And if anyone doesn't know, the reason Kayla, of course, is referring to about being close to home, she went to Bishop Montgomery High School in Torrance, a place that's produced some good USC players in the past as well. So we love that pipeline coming in from Bishop Montgomery still to USC. And you're not the only transfer on this year's team. Seven transfers were brought in by head coach Lindsey Gottlieb. So how has it been going right into the starting lineup on this new team with a bunch of new faces on the team? It's definitely been a process. I mean, I knew coming in, it wasn't going to be easy. Like you said, we have a whole, almost a whole new team. So it's exciting, though. We're all learning each other, and I think we've done a very good job of that. Our chemistry is great. We get along well, and that transfers to the court, and that's exactly what we need. Obviously, there's still a lot more work to be done. We're still pretty early in the season, but we're happy. Obviously, we're not satisfied, but we're in a good spot. And being the seven new players and remaining returners, are we have created something very good here that we will continue to grow. Talking about the off the court transition for a little bit, like socially, academically, coming into a new school. I mean, UC Irvine's a great school, but USC is a much bigger place in terms of not just what you're going to do on the court, but just in terms of the stature of a USC. People know definitely if you mention the A, I go to USC. That's definitely something that registers yeah. everywhere. So what has that been like for you away from basketball? Definitely a transition. So the word that comes to mind immediately is connections. Connections and resources. Because one thing, like I said, being a USC student, there's a number of resources available to you in many ways where you can just make connections and really build your brand outside of the sport that you do. So there's always opportunities for you to connect with people who can help you on your next path, you know? And um, like you said, Irvine is a great school. 
and academically I was being pushed there and I'm also being pushed here as well. So, I mean, it's a good step. It's a good step. I've only been here a few months, but I've already met a number of people who have offered to help me and who are just willing. A lot of people here are willing to do it. And that's something I really appreciate and won't take for granted. Now, your major is non-governmental organizations and social change. I don't think they had that major when I was going to USC. <laughs> so can you just explain to everybody what exactly is that? Ooh, um, honestly, it's still pretty new to me. Coming from Irvine, I was an education major. So changing to non-governmental organizations, it was different. And I personally am still learning about it. It's very unique. And I think it is one of those majors that allow you to really take general classes and really you can do a lot with this major because it doesn't limit you to just one thing. I mean, it sounds very fancy, Kayla. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know that right now. When you throw that out there, it's like, wow, OK. Hopefully you will get more into it as the next couple of years go on and really dive into what that can offer you. But it sounds like it's a very interesting major to say the least so yes yes definitely with the three years that i have here i will find out a lot more information about it this is the everything usc podcast on believe i'm your host nara wang my guest today the point guard for the usc women's basketball team kayla williams if you enjoy this show subscribe download and rate it wherever you get your favorite podcasts or go right to our website, Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, on social media, at Believe Network and at Believe Sports. For me, find and follow me on Twitter at Narawang Sports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports. Kayla, where can the people catch up with you and the women's basketball team? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kayla underscore Buckets, Kayla, K-A-Y-L-A underscore B-U-C-K-E-T-Z. And you can also follow the USC Women's Basketball page on Twitter and Instagram as well at USCWBB. Hi, this is Tim Brando, Fox Sports Play-by-Play -play broadcast. And you're listening to The Believe in Everything USC podcast with Nara Wayne. And now let's get into the USC Women's Basketball season. In the preseason media poll, picked to finish ninth in the Pac-12 Conference, head coach is, of course, Lindsay Gottlieb in her second year at the helm. Went 12-16 and 16 overall, 5-12 and 12 in the conference last season. But as we mentioned, she brought in seven transfers this season. My joke is that she's the Lincoln Riley of NCAA Women's Basketball <laughs> Transfer Portal. And four of those seven transfers, including my guest today, Kayla Williams, are in the starting lineup, and all of them are in the rotation so far. They were hoping to get a contribution from a McDonald's All-American freshman, Aaliyah Gales, but as most people know, she is recovering after being shot 10 times at a house party in her hometown of Las Vegas in April, but she seems to be making a really good recovery, and we look forward to seeing her in the future. The top returning players, you got Rhea Marshall, Clarice Akunwafo, Allison Mira back with the team, and... As mentioned, this team has started the season with nine consecutive wins, and we've already talked about kind of trying to gel all the transfers and having a basically a brand new team, Kayla. Did you think the team would be this successful right away? 
I mean, you always think positive. You always have high hopes for the season, the upcoming season. And I think that we've just focused on our defense this season and it has transferred onto the court for us and and transferred into games. So far, we have been able to get stops when we need to and close out games when we need to. So I am excited. The job is not done yet. We have a really big one tomorrow. But I am excited for where we're at and where we continue to go moving forward. And full disclosure for the audience out there, I have broadcasted two of the games for USC Women's Basketball this year against Utah State and Merrimack College. So I've seen you up close and personal. I've seen how the team has played this season. And I would say one of the reasons for that defensive prowess has been your on-ball defense. Do you take pride in being just a pest to the other team? Yes, I definitely take pride in defense. My defense comes naturally to me, and I know that that is one of the main ways I can help my team be successful. If I can relieve some pressure on my teammates by, you know, pressuring the ball or picking up full court, then that's what I'm going to do. We have many different, many different people who can really help us on offense and be a major factor on offense. So if I can kind of just even that out and balance that out on the defensive end, then, you know, yes, I take pride in that. And that's what I'm going to do for my team. Kayla is leading the women of Troy with 26 steals so far this season. Also tied for the team lead in assists with fellow transfer Destiny Littleton with 36 overall. But the scoring just six points a game so far and the shooting numbers are down from what you were doing with UC Irvine. Is there anything you can attribute that to? Is it just being part of a new team and getting used to everything? Or are you just maybe in a little bit of a slump right now and it's going to be fine? I mean, it is definitely an adjustment, but I would say that it's still pretty early in the season. I am in a bit of a shooting slump, but we're going to get out of that. I'm still confident in my shot and the shots that I've been getting. So I'm not too worried about that. But like I said, defense comes to me in the offense. I believe that my offense will come to me as well. But we have plenty of people that can contribute on offense. So right now, just if my defense is doing well for me, so. That is what I'm going to continue to focus on. And then I'm just let my offense come to me naturally. Yeah. And again, three of the women of Troy players who are averaging double figures so far, Caddy Sissoko, Destiny Littleton, and Rhea Marshall. But it's really been a lot of team effort in these games when you watch it. Everyone is contributing in different ways. So what do you think has been the key to get all of these new players on the same page? Commitment. I think we're all bought in and we all have the same goal. And as long as you have the same goal, you all you have the same tendencies and you work hard to achieve that goal. And I think that we have been working together and we're all in it together. And as long as we have each other's backs, we will continue to really stay together as a team and allow that to carry us to where we need to go. Is there any one or two teammates that you've just clicked with so far on the court that even though it's just been a new team for most of these people, that it's just like, okay, it feels like I've been playing with this person for longer than that? Oh, that's actually funny that you say that because I actually have a little bit of experience playing with some of my teammates, a little prior experience just from earlier on. But I would say Alice and Mira, for sure. And I would say Caddy, Caddy Sissoko. That's what I would say. 
if I had to choose two. Okay, and what makes it that you've clicked with them? Just kind of chemistry. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, like we all have great chemistry, but I just feel like there is a certain point where I, oh man, like if you just have an eye for certain like players. And I think that those two, especially like there is a connection there that can't really be explained. Just one of those feel things, right? On yeah. the court, you just kind of like know, okay, when I'm going to throw this pass, they're going to be <laughs> at the right spot, right? One yeah. of those things? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So getting ready for the big matchup coming up against UCLA and the rest of the season. So far, it hasn't been the toughest non-conference schedule. No ranked teams. Mm -hmm. Only had two games that were single-digit margins of victory eight against the University of San Diego down at their place, and then six at home against Penn. Do you think the team has been tested enough getting into the start of Pac-12 play? I think that there have been moments where we have been tested, but I still think that there is, I mean, obviously more tests to come. I don't think we have really proven anything yet. I mean, 9-0 and is great, obviously, but we haven't proven anything. And I think that there is another level that we have to get to. And sometimes that takes just playing a little bit of a higher level of competition, which will come. But, yeah, I think there's still so much we need to do. And like I said, we haven't we have not proven anything yet. So, well, you're going to get a chance as we record this on a Wednesday. Thursday night, 7 p.m. Pacific. It'll be broadcast on Pac-12 Los Angeles, the home Pac-12 season opener against the rival UCLA Bruins. They come mm -hmm. in ranked 10th by the AP, 14th in the coaches poll. They're 9-1 on the season. The only loss was when they made a trip to South Carolina and fell 73-64 on November 29th. The Bruins are coached by Corey Close in her 12th season. She has a 242 and 124 career record there. And UCLA leads the all time series against USC 54 50. SC has lost six straight in the series. Some of the key players to look for against UCLA senior shooting guard Charisma Osborne, the 5'9 Moreno Valley product, leads the team in points rebounds, three-point field goals made, free throws made. She's got 19.7 points a game and six and a half rebounds per game this season. She had a triple-double against USC on February 26th of last year. They also brought in a highly heralded freshman point guard, Kiki Rice, 5'11", out of Bethesda, Maryland. Leads Pac-12 freshman this season with 123 points so far. Leads the team with 31 assists. And she was the 2022 Gatorade Female High School Athlete of the Year. And then a familiar name to people who might follow the UCLA men's team and they know of Jaime Jaquez. Well, his younger sister, Gabriela, is a freshman forward on the team, 5'11 out of Camarillo, averaging six and a half points and four and a half rebounds so far. She was the co MVP of this year's McDonald's High School All-American game with her now teammate Kiki Rice. So going into this one, Kayla, we know it's going to be a tough one. It's always a big time battle. It's your first one in this rivalry. 
What are you expecting? What do the Trojans need to do to get the win over the Bruins? I mean, I'm expecting it to be a battle. Nothing less than that. Just like many of the fans, this game is highly anticipated, highly expected. So it's a lot going into this. Like you said, it's it's a rivalry. And just like UCLA, we also have something to prove. So, I mean, we've been preparing. We've been preparing. We're, we're ready. We will make sure we're ready when the time comes tomorrow. And me personally, I think I'm just excited. This is my first time participating in this, as they call it, Crosstown Showdown. So, you know. I'm excited and I am ready. And as a team, we will be ready at 7 p.m. tomorrow. Rhea Marshall has missed the last two games. She Mm -hmm. suffered a concussion in the game against California Baptist. Is she going to be back and ready for this one? Yes, she will be back. And we need her to, our focus tomorrow will be, like I said, continue on the defensive end and rebound, rebound, rebound. And she's our best rebounder. So that would be expected of her. And we will continue to help her along the way, obviously. But yes, she will be there and she will be ready. Yeah, UCLA, one of the top rebounding teams in the country. And so that is going to be one of the big keys is trying to keep them off the boards. They're a great offensive rebounding team. And that has been. In this six-game losing streak, one of the big issues, USC has played really good games or close games for a lot of it, but they've given up too many second chances to Mm -hmm. UCLA in some of these recent losses. So UCLA, also a big team. Normally, so far in the teams that you've played, you've been the bigger team. And so is this going to be an adjustment to finally facing a team that has the same size advantages that normally SC has? Maybe a little bit of an adjustment, but we're going to go in with the same mentality, with the same game plan, rebound, rebound, rebound. It's just going to be a little more of a battle, but that's expected. So we're ready for it, and we're going to battle hard just as they are. So I think it'll be a great game. And then following that on Sunday, an afternoon game, 1230 Pacific on a national TV audience, ESPN2, playing the University of Texas in Dallas, and then. One more non-conference game against St. Mary's after that before going into the full Pac-12 slate. So a lot of big games coming up for USC. What are your expectations for this team? Can the women of Troy finally break through and return to the NC2A tournament for the first time since 2014? That is a good question. And I'm going to tell you right now, we are definitely confident in ourselves and our ability and our team as a whole, our program that we can get back to where USC once was. And I think that this 9-0 start has helped us, has built us, has allowed us to grow. And with these last three games of preseason, we still have a lot to prove. So the job isn't finished yet, but I think that as long as we continue to work hard, then, you know, USC will continue to rise and be on, you know, uphill. And that is, of course, what all USC fans are hoping for, to get back to those glory days of USC Women of Troy basketball. This is the Everything USC podcast. I'm Nara Wang. My guest today, the point guard for the USC Women of Troy basketball team, Kayla Williams. If you enjoy this show, you can subscribe, download, and rate it on all of your favorite podcast directories, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, TuneIn, and much more. Or go to the website, Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, on social media, at Believe Network and at Believe Sports. For me, 
You can catch up with me on Twitter at NaraWangSports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports. Kayla, where do the fans find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kayla underscore Buckets, K-A-Y-L-A underscore B-U-C-K-E-T-Z. And if you want to follow us in the Women of Troy, you can follow at USCWBB on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, Trojan fans, this is Brian Jones, college football analyst for CBS Sports. You're listening to the Everything USC podcast with Nara Wang on the Believe Network. And finally, Kayla, I've been doing this with every guest I've had since the news broke at the end of June that USC and UCLA are planning to move to the Big Ten Conference beginning with the 2024-25 school season. And this may not affect you because it's a few years away and we'll see if you're still going to be playing with USC or if you're graduating and moving on or anything like that. So it may not affect you, but obviously. It was huge news when it came out, and you had just basically a month and a half before that made the commitment to come to USC, and then all of a sudden, this news hits there. So did you know anything about it happening? How surprised were you to hear about it? Obviously, you grew up in the LA area. You only know USC as a Pac-10, Pac-12 school. What did you think of that news when it happened? Well, it was definitely pretty shocking news. Can't say that I saw it coming, but fun fact, I will actually be playing one year in the Big Ten. So when we do make that move, I will still be here for one year for my last year. But I'm excited. I don't really know what to expect just yet. There's not too much information that's out about it right now, but I'm excited and it'll be different. It'll be a change for sure, but I think that it'll be a good change. and. You know, when the time comes, we're still, we still have two more years in the Pac-12. So we're going to focus on the present right now and finish out the Pac-12. And then when the time comes, be ready for that change. And obviously, the Pac-12 is one of the best women's basketball conferences in the country. Do you think it's going to be weird transitioning to playing all these teams that are in the West region and instead having to take trips out to Rutgers in New Jersey and (laughs) Iowa and Minnesota, Ohio State, Michigan, all those other schools out in the Midwest and on the East Coast even. Most definitely. It'll be an adjustment for sure. But I think it just allows us as players to really get, you know, a chance to play a different, really a different, a different level and a different kind of competition. You know, you don't really, we don't really play too many schools on the East Coast being in the Pac-12. So it'll be different for sure. But Just really, all I can say is I see it being a new experience, and that's exciting. Yeah, it's interesting to get a player perspective because you're going to be the ones actually having to do it. You know, we can talk about all that stuff, but you're the ones who are going to have to do all that travel, try and do your schoolwork on planes and all that stuff. So what kind of adjustment do you think it's going to have on the social and academic life, you know, not just the having to play basketball in different places, but having to deal with all the traveling and all that stuff. Yeah, the traveling will be different. It'll be a huge difference for sure. But I think it'll just be a little more, you know, studying in hotels and studying on flights than normal. But student athletes who travel already, we're kind of used to that. But it'll just be a little different, a little more, you know, disciplined as players to really stay on top of our schoolwork as well. But I think we're all capable of doing it. So, you know, it shouldn't be 
too difficult. Yeah, you're young, you'll adjust, right? That's how yeah. it is. It's just you figure out a way to get through it and get it done. So final thing, before I let you go, I'm going to leave the floor open for you. What do you want to let the fans know about this team, why they should be watching this Women of Troy basketball team? I mean, we're just a completely different team. I think if you really support women's basketball and you are a USC fan, I think we, women's basketball itself is, I think we're doing something great and we will continue doing something great. And I think it'll be fun to watch. So come out and support, you know, bring some friends, tell some family about it. Come out and support. We, we will really appreciate it. Kayla, it's been great getting to talk to you and learning more about the Women of Troy basketball team today. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything. Thank you for having me. For my guest, Kayla Williams, I'm Nara Wang. Thanks for joining us for episode 74 of the Everything USC podcast presented by Bet Online. Unbelieve, the number one content network for professionals, the place to find a sports or pop culture show for passionate fan bases across multiple platforms. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? And as always, I end every show by telling you all to remember to fight on. Fight on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.